Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about the financial stress that inflation is having on marriages, especially your financial, emotional, and recreational intimacy. There's an anonymous quote that talks about money that says, money problems destroy marriages. Get on the same page with your spouse and work together towards a common goal. Mm -hmm. Kind of wraps all those intimacies up together, and that's what we're talking about in today's episode. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And if this is your first episode that you've ever joined us for, we want to say welcome. Yeah. We're super excited to have you here. And if you're wondering what a hug is, a hug is really an opportunity for Tony and I to, to kind of give you that virtual high five to say, you know, job well done for what you're doing in your marriage, for how you're taking action for doing something to create a shift in your relationship. And this hug comes from a five-star review that we got on Amazon for the book, The Six Pillars of Intimacy. And this person says, five stars. Thank you both for being so willing and vulnerable to share these pillars with us. Our marriage wasn't struggling, but this definitely saved us. And I love it when somebody will take, will take a book, will take, you know, listening to one of these podcast episodes and will be like, okay, what can I do? Yeah. And it's clear just from, you know, that two line, those two lines that they did something, mm-hmm. right? They, she said they weren't struggling, but this saved them. And so mm. they were able to course correct, you know, put some strategies back into place from reading the six pillars of intimacy. And that's just, that's just so encouraging for all of you mm-hmm. that there are other action takers in the one family. Yeah. And if you haven't gotten your six pillars of intimacy book, go on over to Amazon or wherever you read. You can pick up a paperback, a hardback, wherever you listen to audiobooks. go just type in six pillars of intimacy should be there. Listen, learn, use it for your marriage. So as Tony said at the top, you know, we're talking about the financial stress that inflation is having on marriages and it's hard right now not to notice that everything costs are rising everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right, whether it's a gallon of milk, price of gas, home prices, it seems like everything is skyrocketing to the point where, you know, like I moved to California in 1995. Yeah, we did. Wow, that's a really long time ago. And I remember then when we first moved out here, gas was 99 cents. Okay, like I was like, oh, and I remember as we were driving across country, it'd be between like 93 and 99, and, and we're like, okay, okay, you know, I mean, we're. 21 and 22 at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember that fall winter when gas went like over a dollar. Now, Tony and I were driving a very fuel efficient Toyota Corolla at the, at that point in time, or a little bit. It was a manual. It was a sticky. Car stressed me out. That's not the point of this episode though. But I remember like there were things happening in the world, gas prices, whatever. And it went up to like a dollar 13. And I remember you and I just being like, wow, okay, like we're going to have to really be thinking Mm -hmm. 
just like, how are we spending our money? What is this looking like? And, and then, you know, we're talking 10 to 15 cents over that little period of time. Well, here in California, um, we generally have the highest gas prices in the country as a, as a rule, but over the last week, like we're seeing gas prices over $7 in some parts of San Diego. There was even one gas station. You guys, this freaked me out. They had their, you know, their, their sign with their prices out on the street and it had been a six, I don't know, it was like 648 or 698 or whatever, but somebody had taken the initial six and flipped it up to, upside down. So it was a nine. And well, Lisa almost lost, well, she I, did, she lost it. I totally it. lost it. I thought, oh my gosh, how is gas almost ten-? like freaked out? And I started just doing some research. Gas prices have gone up about $2 or so a gallon from where they were a year ago. Yeah. And, you know. Can I just say something, though, too, before we, we move forward? Inflation, cost of living, increasing prices, whatever may be going on. There are cycles that you are and I have gone through in mm-hmm. our financial in the financial world. This isn't the first time. It won't be the last time. This is probably the third or fourth time for Elisa and I. Last one being the Great Recession in mm-hmm. 08 to 12, um, 2012, 2013-ish, right? Um, so this isn't to discourage you. This is just to share some facts of where we're at, mm-hmm. right? And we want to just share some of the things that we have learned along the way and what we did in the last one that we've learned now and hopefully just impart that upon you so that way that the two of you can strengthen your financial intimacy. Yeah, because here's the thing. I mean, you can't you can't avoid it on the news. Um, we know just from from DMs, from emails, whatnot, messages that we received that that this was a topic that we had to address with all of you. Why? Because when you see something literally on every social media feed, every news story, every everywhere, we know that it's impacting marriages. And it's not, yes, inflation, clearly we're talking about money and the financial intimacy. But when your financial intimacy is being impacted, it actually can impact all of the other five. Well, as an emotional intimacy, just even starting from there, maybe you're able to talk about it and have been. And now that things have shifted, hey, cryptocurrencies plummeted. I mean, some of some of ours that we're in, I mean, we're down 60%. Um, you know, if you have an asset account and you're looking at your, your mutual fund stocks, bonds, you're, you're looking at those from a high of last November to where we are today. I mean, and, and how are you guys talking about it? Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of times when when there's financial insecurity, you can, you know, I think Dave Ramsey talked about this years and years ago about how when when a woman specifically feels financially insecure, she'll kind of like withdraw Mm -hmm. into herself. So there might be less physical intimacy or even sexual intimacy in your marriage. Your recreational intimacy might be impacted because you're like, um, yeah, so with those prices of gas and with, you know, the cost of food and everything, maybe we're not going out on dates. And you may actually find yourself, your spiritual intimacy, you may find yourselves praying a whole lot more going, God, what are we supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to navigate this? And, 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 you know, we, like Tony said, this is not the first time that he and I have been through, um, been through financial challenges. I think it's just the easiest way, to, you know, where the markets or where something, I mean, we've been together, you guys, since 1994 is when we met. So if you look at the financial world, I mean, we saw the dot com, 
you know, rise and bubble. We, yeah, we, we did. We <laughs> weren't in the markets then, though. We didn't have any. We didn't we, have any money at but that just point in time in our lives. Being having that be a part of it. You yeah. know, we've we've been through. You know, the financial impact after nine eleven when things were shutting down. Yeah. We, we've you know, there have been a lot of things in our lives, and, and that's part of the reason why we wanted to get behind the microphones too, is to talk about this because. So many times when fin- when a financial crisis happens, if it's your first one, mm-hmm. where you're like, "What the heck is go-? like?" I remember, oh wait, when we're like, "Okay, now we're now we're married, we have kids, we have a house." Like, what the heck is going on here? Because it was much different when we didn't have kids, mm-hmm. when we didn't have a house, and we're like, "All right, this is a little bumpy, but we're gonna we're gonna get through this in a certain way." But you start throwing in kids in a house and responsibilities and things like that, and the stress level. And so, what ended up happening with the Great Recession for us? We did buy a home back then, almost at the top of the market. Um, very, here, very close. Yeah, we were very close. It was probably like a year or two before. So it went up just a tad more. And then it ended up crumbling. And we ended up having to short sell our place for about 50% of what we bought it for. Um, it was probably like 45% of what we bought it for. And in that time, we basically lost that. Um, the car that we had that was paid off which was running fine. It went bye-bye. And so we had nothing. We had, our credit was shot. Um, so to even try to get a car, uh, cash was gone. We, we didn't have any cash really in hand. And I remember just even at that time asking a really good buddy of mine, I'm like, dude, I need something. And he goes, you know what, Tony? I got a 1996 Honda Accord. And I'm like, great, I'll use it. Not knowing that it's middle of summer, the AC in the thing doesn't work. You, you know, it, it was very humbling. And I think through that experience, we became stronger. And for any of you who are going through a tough time right now, I do want to encourage you that these times refine us. And the even right now, as we're going through it, you better believe it's impacting Elisa and I as well. And it's refining us. We're having to address our financial intimacy in a way that we haven't had to in the last few years. And so do know that you can be strengthened through this time. It may not feel good. It probably doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. I I would assume it doesn't because I know when I've gone through it, and even right now, there's some unsettledness going on. There's There's just some like internally, like there are just times where I'm just like, oh shoot, what happens if all this happens again and I have to set myself right. And I need to get with Elisa and be like, all right, let's, let's do our coffee breaks. Let's sit down on our Mm -hmm. weekly, you know, 30 minutes so that we're talking about our, our intimacies and where we're at and how are you dealing with this and how am I dealing with it? Because we could be in two different places. So I I just want you to know, we, we've been through these things and and we'll make it, we'll make it through again. Mm -hmm. We will, all of us will. And some of us will feel it more than others. And Others will just be like, yeah, that was a little blip. And others will be like, man, that rocked us. And just like what happened in the OA in the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. Some of us, like us, we felt it. We, we, were, we were hurting. And others that I knew had, it was just sort of like, eh, all right, well, that, that hurt, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah. You know, recently we, we asked the question on our Instagram stories, is your financial intimacy being impacted by the current market shifts, inflation, stock market, housing, interest rates, et cetera? And 62% of you said yes. It's a big number when you Mm -hmm. think about the size of the one family. And we followed that up with the question, well, what's the biggest challenge you're facing financially? And 
I'm going to share a number of these responses. And here's why. Because like Tony said, some of you might not be feeling the impact just yet. But chances are good that somebody in your world is. And it's super important to know what people might be going through, because that raises our level of empathy. It allows us to have eyes to see what's going on and where we might be able to be that light to be that resource. Or if this is you, I want you to know you're not alone. Because maybe you weren't the one that submitted this answer, but you're like, oh, somebody else. And, and, you know, Tony and I were recently at a marriage conference. And one of the comments that I heard um, from some of the attendees was, oh, my gosh, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that's why we share these responses. And so we got re- responses like what, to the question, what's the biggest challenge? Maintaining optimism. Can I say something on that one in particular? Because this one actually just yesterday, I got us a, a book on Audible. Well, I got myself a book. Oh, so we have a book on Audible that I don't know about until right now. Yep. Well, we had extra credits. Okay. And um, it's called The Power of Positive Thinking by, by Norman Vincent Peale. And it's an old book. It's Wait, an old isn't book. Isn't he that guy that was like the Norman Vincent Peale? Wasn't he an actor? No. Oh. All Author. Right. All right. And anyways, I started listening to it and I was already blown away. And I just started listening to it. And a lot of it is is his his realization though that um we can have we can make a change just by our thoughts. And a lot of it is around spiritual intimacy too though. And so I was like, oh my gosh, perfect timing because I was going down this place of like, what's my, and, and you know me, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm usually yeah. seven eighths full. Right. Right. And so just even getting this book and I'll put a link to it. It's called the power of positive thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And is he an actor? No, he's not. I'm okay. thinking of somebody else. I didn't think but, so. <laughs> but interestingly enough, and I'm just going to share this right here. Cause I literally just Googled him while you were saying that trying to figure out who I was thinking of. He was married to his wife for 63 years. Wow. Yeah. 1930 to 19. Oh yeah. 1930 to 1993. Wow. So I would just say, grab this. I'll have a link to it in the episode notes. I think all of us can use that Mm -hmm. right now. Like where, where, where are my thoughts going? Absolutely. And, you know, in addition to them maintaining optimism, um, you know, other people are saying, you know, financial challenges are losing clients, right? Because people don't have the money to pay mm-hmm. for your services, not being able to save as much, um, having to adjust to the new house budget. Mm-hmm. We've been having that conversation a lot. Um, transparency, trying to afford gas and baby formula while keeping the older kids involved in their same activities. Mm-hmm. I remember those days. Cutting back. We have less money to do things and this is causing tension. Trying to stay in budget when gas and groceries keep rising. Having to work more to make ends meet takes time away from one another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- there were many, many more responses. You guys know I don't put every single response um, in, in the show simply because of the fact that we could be here forever. But when you hear this list of struggles you can hear the impact on the emotional, the physical, the financial, recreational intimacy. It's not just that that prices are going up. It's that these increasing prices, the inflation is impacting how the two of you relate to one another in every area of your marriage. And, and this is where, you know, all of you as extraordinary couples, you know, this awareness that these things can create a disconnect, mm-hmm. you know, 
this is where you step into that place of saying, okay, well, what will be the extraordinary lengths that we'll go to, to keep our pillars strong, even when things are not in our control? Because inflation is out of, not something you can control, but you can definitely control what the inside of your marriage looks like. And we're going to talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back and we're talking about how to navigate the impact that inflation is having on your marriage. And truth of the matter is, is that it would appear that this is not going away anytime soon. So partly what we want to do is just talk about the fact and just even share and Tony alluded to this a few minutes ago that, you know, in 08, when the housing market and, and everything, we didn't have a plan. We didn't even really understand financial intimacy in 2008. Well, we understood it from a point of we had gone out of debt years earlier and we were on a cash flow plan. That that and, was, yeah. That, and we had done some investing, but that was more long-term investing instead of having cash reserves available for us. Right. Like we, we had, okay, so I won't say we didn't understand anything. <laughs> I'm going to say we, 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 were, we, we had some we things, very, on, we had some things that were in, it, that were moving in the right direction. We just didn't have it completely planned out right. the we way didn't, we want. And we now didn't we, talk about it. Now. Yeah, we didn't talk about nearly as much. And, you know, finances are the leading cause of stress in a lot of relationships. You know, yeah. according to, there was a survey done by SunTrust Bank and some 35% of respondents who were experiencing relationship stress said that money was the primary cause of friction, followed by annoying habits, which I thought was funny. Which I would suspect was during normal market conditions. I would suspect if you were to do this during um, financial uncertainty, that number would go up. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's always about when the timing, this, this study was actually done, I think in 2015. Right. So there, so, so there periods you go. of prosperity yep. as opposed to periods of stress. Yep. So you see recession that recession or pullback. Yep. And you know, the reality is, is that we, you know, we hear that. You know, if you, we were at this marriage conference and one of the speakers were saying, you know, we know that, that money is, you know, one of the leading causes of divorce that that's kind of an understood blanket statement that people will make in regards to financial intimacy and marriage. And so 
to step into the extraordinary, to look at those six pillars of intimacy. And if you don't know what they are, it is emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, recreational, and sexual. Hmm. It's looking at that and saying, okay, if this pillar, specifically the financial intimacy pillar is taking some hits, we need to be proactive about this. You know, Tony mentioned the fact that, that, you know, doing coffee breaks or having money meetings helps to keep things from, from spiraling where one person doesn't know what's going on. Are they uncomfortable? Absolutely. Yes. They can be. And you may need to go, well, we, we do that, but are you, you may have been doing it monthly. Now you may need to do it bi-monthly. Mm-hmm. Maybe for a, a season you're doing it weekly because of what we're, what we're seeing and, and the changes and, and things are moving around. And if you have to move in, in your, in a rental or something of that nature, you may be going, Oh my goodness, we've been doing, we've been doing great here, but now we're moving and the rent prices went up. And so these are things that are happening, um, almost on a weekly basis. And so when you're staying on top of it, you feel like, all right, where are the adjustments going to happen? And you guys are doing it together as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, back in episode 555, I had to look up the number real quick. Tony and I did a whole series on dating and we have dating your spouse, dating your spouse. And you know, we have ideas in there for low cost, no cost dates in that series. Here's the thing. You don't have to stop dating just because the cost of gas has gone up or groceries have got like you can get creative in your recreational intimacy. You can still have fun. There are still activities you can do during these times that don't cost a lot Mm -hmm. and allows the two of you to stay connected and close when things feel uncertain in that financial area. Mm -hmm. Long before this was going on, Elisa and I would, would pick up monopoly deal and we would play that. And you know what? Low cost, no cost. We picked up a deck, call it good. We have played probably hundreds, maybe a thousand games of Monopoly deal because we just pull it out and we play. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just pulled it out a, a few days ago and I think you won, right? I did. Yeah, you yeah, did. Good I think call. Two, good two call. out of three. Yeah, two you out of won three. It. You did. We always play three. I got, I got the middle one and, yeah. and you took the first and last one. But it's a fun way for us to just have some fun where there is no cost. Yeah. Does it mean that we don't go out? No, because we, we have our cash flow plan. We know what we're doing. And But there are times when it's like, you know what? We could just have as much fun right here at home with a deck of cards in our hands mm-hmm. playing the game. Well, and I, I want to ask the question, you know, are you, are you creating a game plan for this season? Um, for those of you that have listened to the One Extraordinary Marriage show for a while, you know, Tony and I are big sports fans. And we watch a lot of sports in addition to being football fans in this house. We're, we're watching the... He's watching we're, hockey We're now. watching I'm, the Stanley Cup because there's nothing else on and I'm not a hockey fan. He's not a hockey fan. To he's not you, a baseball fan. To, to, all you, to all you hockey fans, kudos to you. It is awesome to watch the Stanley Cup. Uh, other than that, I wouldn't watch it. But yes, we are huge sports fans. And, you know, as I was, as I was preparing for this episode, it got me thinking that, you know, every, every sports season... The team creates a game plan based on their personnel, based on their circumstances, and they have to adjust that mm-hmm. throughout the season because somebody gets injured or that, you know, if there's, you know, the last two plus years with COVID and so you've got, you know, this person going out on COVID protocols or that happening or, you know, whatever's going on and they've had to make adjustments mid-season, you know, players get trade, all this kind of stuff happens. And it got me thinking, 
you know, what does that look like for us as married couples? Because maybe you came into, you know, six months ago, eight months ago, you had a game plan right before inflation started to skyrocket, before finances and formula and gas and groceries and all this kind of stuff. And, and that was the game plan. And maybe you're still trying to, to live out that game plan, that money plan, that cash flow plan. And you actually need to say, hey, wait a minute. We've got a few players on injured reserve here. We, we, we've got a few games that haven't gone our way. What are we going to do to make an adjustment? And to take that mindset of saying, this is the season that we're in. This is not a permanent thing. But to say, what, what can we do? Where do we need to make adjustments like on dates? How can we, how can we actually start looking at, you know, are we going to carpool? Are we going to, you know, take those kids that have to go to activities? Are we going to like do it with another family? So maybe we can get a discount rate. What are we going to do? Because we need to make adjustments in the game plan for this season. Mm -hmm. And I will say some of you may have to get a second job. Some of you may have to get a, a, a split shift or something. It, it's Don't ever look at that as being beneath you. I remember having to do things that I didn't want to do in that time frame. Mm -hmm. And yet I had a family to support and wanted to have a roof over their head and did what I had to do. And so in this, in this season as well, some of you may have to start looking for new positions and, and everything may be saying it's not the best time. It's, there's always a time for something. Go look, go mm -hmm. try, do, do something. Talking to a buddy just the other day, just like, Hey, how are you moving? Like, what, what do you need to make? You know, what would be the ideal, but what could, what could you do right now to just get some cash flow rolling in? Mm -hmm. Um, you, you know, think outside the box, do something for a short period of time, uh, freelance, whatever it may be there. These are some of those times where know that together you'll get through and it's, and it may not be for a long time, maybe just for a month or two months mm -hmm. just to get ahead a little bit. Can, can I say something to that? Yeah. Because I know a lot of times, and one of the, one of the concerns, um, that somebody had mentioned was that, you know, the time that is now spent having to find extra jobs or, or do this mm. kind of stuff takes time away from the marriage. A and I want to say, we get it. Mm -hmm. We've been there. It's super important in this season to extend grace to one another because the two of you are, are doing everything in your power to make things work, which does mean you may have to get creative about your time together. It may, it may mean that somebody is working two shifts so that somebody else is home taking care of the kids, whatever that looks like, because you know what? The rent is due and groceries do mm. cost money. I remember those. And so being in that place, like you, this is, this is why in the six pillars of intimacy in every chapter around the six pillars, there was a section called what can I do and what can we do? It, it's to keep the two of you marching in lockstep together going, yeah, I understand this is a season and man, I'd really like to spend more time with you. But I understand that we may have to just get really condensed in that quality time because you got to, you're like running in the house between shifts. Mm -hmm. But again, and I'm going to repeat this, this is a season. Inflation is creating a, a, the financial stress for a season. What can the two of you do as a team, as a couple, 
to build that depth of emotional intimacy, to find creative ways to have your recreational intimacy, to continue to touch and hold one another and provide that physical security and physical intimacy. You're extraordinary. Mm -hmm. You're here. You're listening to these episodes. You're doing something for your marriage. You will get through this season together. Yeah. Lastly, I'm going to just say this. For some of you, it may be right now you do need a coach on your side to just go, what's the plan of attack we are going to do right now? And you just need to get in, do a few sessions and go, that's our plan. That's what we're sticking to. That's what we're going to go to, go towards. And that's what we're going to walk through as we deal with the financial tension that is happening right now in our lives. And if that's you, I would highly suggest that you apply for coaching with Elisa. You can do that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Applying is no obligation other than, is this for you right now? And I would highly suggest you do that if so. You know, financial intimacy is a big part of our marriage. It is. Through good times and struggling times, tough times, through the highs and through the lows, through markets going up and markets going down. Financial intimacy is going to be something that is going to be intertwined in your marriage from the day you say I do to the day you say goodbye. So you know what? Let's strengthen it. And this week, you guys can do that. Take some time. Take a half an hour. Look at your cash flow plan. Talk about what's going on with your cash flow plan. Where, where's your money right now? Just take half an hour. And if you can't do a half an hour, take 15 minutes this week. Get on the same page. Have, a, have at least some semblance of a plan going forward. And for those of you who are doing amazing, this is still a great time. 15 minutes, half an hour. Let each other know where you're at. What's going on? What are you doing? What are the precautions you're taking for one another? So that way you can strive as we come, as we go through this and as we come out of this season. You guys... Take care, have yourselves a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.